Hey, listeners, get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road, work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to rearrange your life to get a little more sleep. We can't always get all the sleep we want, but we can often aim to get a few more minutes when we try. I should note here that as I am recording this episode, I am in a low sleep phase of my life. I have an eight-month-old baby, and while I've been doing a lot of work to get him to sleep well in his crib, this is never a guarantee. He can wake up at 4.30 a.m. and have trouble settling. He can have trouble going down in the evening or wake up in the middle of the night. Maybe you are in a similar phase, where sleep isn't a certainty. I know that many other people face early wake-ups for work or disrupted sleep because of kids or other responsibilities. We can't always control that, which makes some of the sleep advice out there ring a little hollow. I'm not exactly choosing to wake up at 3.30 a.m. to a howling baby, so I'm not that interested in advice from people without caregiving responsibilities that implies that a lack of sleep is a personal failing. That said, these things aren't either or. Some things are just life, but other habits can be tweaked. For instance, I can resist the urge to celebrate when the baby goes down by staying up late reading or hanging out and doing those things that are harder to do when the baby is awake. By going to bed soon after the baby goes to bed, I raise the likelihood of more sleep. I don't guarantee it, but I make it more likely. I can also set realistic alarms in the morning. This is not the time of life for elaborate morning routines. That will come later. Now, I can take the sleep. Similarly, on days when I have childcare coverage, I try to leave some open time in the afternoon. It's there to absorb extra work, or to go for a run. But if I've had a really bad night, it can also accommodate a nap. That's a perk of working from home. I've also realized that I do not need to be a martyr. My baby has two parents. And so if I've been up a lot with the baby, my husband can take a shift so I can crash somewhere quiet. If you're not getting enough sleep because of life circumstances, challenge yourself to find a way to add a few minutes a day. No, you are not going to discover hours. But could you find an extra 15 to 20 minutes? Look at everything. Are you getting up early to do work while the house is quiet? I get it, and it's often a good idea. But maybe one or two mornings a week? Don't do that. Are you staying up late to see your older children off to bed? Maybe just give them a warning that if you wake up and find them wandering about, there will be trouble. And then get the extra sleep that comes from trusting them. Set a relaxed weekend schedule that allows you to nap in mid-afternoon if the night gets interrupted. Stop thinking of a certain time as when normal people go to bed. You can totally go to bed earlier if you like. 
Maybe institute a no screens after 9 p.m. rule. If you're bored, you're more likely to go to bed. And while it's hard to control a baby waking up in the middle of the night, other disturbances can be mitigated. If you love your partner, but don't share a bed well, well, don't share a bed. You can always enjoy some time together before heading off to sleep separately. A white noise machine can work wonders, as can blackout shades. And getting physical activity and sunshine during the day increases the chances that you'll hit bedtime, tired. I love babies, but I am definitely looking forward to better sleep when this little guy is older. Until then, I'm doing what I can. And maybe there are things you can do, too. Even an extra 20 minutes a night can help a lot. It's the difference between feeling frazzled and just maybe okay. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.